When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the new Old Norwich, the podcast that's more steady on than splendid rush. And we're determined to get our old Norwich back. We talk current games and look back at glory times and more on that to come. But coming up in this episode, welcome to Wagner. But yet another home defeat. And episode 35, we talk about the way ahead for City in 2023. Happy New Year. Have we said that already, Dad? I can't remember. We've done so I, many podcasts over Christmas. I think we might have done when we yeah. signed off last time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah. And to be fair, this is probably the way that you want to start it. A new manager with new hope. Um, yes. <laughs> I suppose, um, I'm, I mean, just looking back at the time of the sacking of Dean Smith, the club said it was time to give a better opportunity over the home games coming in the, over the new year. Yeah. Um, and that went well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. What was it? A draw, a defeat. A draw and two defeats. And knocked out defeat. of the FA Cup. Yeah. One point. Now position, last 10 home games, one win, three draws, six defeats. We've scored two goals in our last six home games. Yeah. I mean, well, let's look at the the Blackburn game in detail in a bit. But firstly, yeah. let's, let's talk about. Do you want to Targa. mention that the table for twenty twenty two, John? First of all, which showed us seventy fifth. Yeah, that's a very good point. So we were sent a link uh, by uh, one of our listeners, Andrew, who said, "Have you seen this?" And it was a, a ranking of all the football league clubs in the country on yeah, their, including the Premier League, yeah, yeah in, of, of their performances during twenty twenty two. And what's really worrying about it is that, as you say, Dad, Dad that Norwich are 75th in out the table. 90, out of 92 clubs. Yeah. I mean, I know that Everton are a bit lower than that. They're in 87th position, quite, for example. Quite. But it does show where the state of the club is. As you as you rightly say, you've listed some of the uh, the recent stats about home defeats. But it, it really does show, and, and more worryingly, Ipswich for 10th. 
Yes, yeah. And and I think as well, um, we're 75th in that for the whole of 2022. And obviously the early results in the Premier League contributed to that. But the last few months have also contributed to that because we've been declining. Yeah. If you want to go and have a look at it yourself, uh, the link is experimental361.com uh, slash 2022 slash 12. That's the uh, the website address. It is actually worth looking at and, and seeing how it all breaks down. Um, I, I like the fact that he said, I've not included points deductions. Yeah, <laughs> quite. <laughs> Which for, for some clubs, it would put them probably right at, at the bottom uh, of, yeah. of, of the league table. But, but it correctly uh, looks at form, really. Doesn't yeah, and, and, and how many are doing that. So as you enter your... 76th year it's your 75th birthday this year dad i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of hoping we we might rise up the table <laughs> in this calendar year well we knew hasn't didn't when stuart weber came in didn't he say we wanted to be one of the top 26 clubs in the country yeah and and that's what we've always said of why we struggle in the premier league is we're not top 20 but yeah we should and we've be... achieved that but for the first time actually well, since that first season he was here, we're now, even in the table standings, we're outside. We're at 31st, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we're 11th in the table in the yeah. championship, so 31 overall um, in, in terms of, uh, of the football pyramid. But it, it, I think that does, though, when you look at it in black and white, it does show how far the club had fallen within that calendar year. And we talked about it in the last podcast where Dean Smith had won those matches against Watford in early January 2022. And it was downhill from that point on. And those, yes. and those numbers prove it. Yes. So, David Wagner, there was only yeah. one way up, isn't there? I mean, that, that's, the, that's the way of looking at it. That actually, this is the time for him to come in and go, well, I can't do any worse than that. I think, I think you're right, John. I, I think my... my you know i'm a warrior yeah and my general feeling is that um it's the squad that's the main problem and that it's it would be a struggle with any coach you know even if we brought pep in to be to be honest um so um yeah i'm worried that we've got a team that's on the slide as we said we've got a sporting director whose career is on the slide and now we've brought in a coach whose career has also been on the side so he got Huddersfield promoted and and he yeah. kept them in the Premier League for a season and yeah. then and then second season syndrome hit and it all went horribly wrong and he got yeah. the sack by which point Stuart Webber who appointed him who of course is the performance director of Norwich as you mentioned um had left to come to Norwich yeah Wagner then went on and was at Schalke for a bit yeah um didn't that didn't go greatly well um, now I think there. I mean, people are saying, well, he um, he went to Schalke. The the club was uh, in a flax on and off the field. Finances had dried up. The team not equipped for the Bundesliga. But that strikes me. That's a bit similar to Norwich at the moment. To <laughs> yes, <be> quite. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a reason to say. Well, he'll be successful here. Yeah, quite. And then he and then he was in charge of young boys, was it? Young boys, yeah, the, in the Swiss Super League, um, and it seems that he, um, I mean, they were a team that were used to being at the top of that league, um, and he couldn't really handle the expectations of doing that, and um, and again he was sacked. So 
you, you know, over the last uh, three or four years, and, and, you know, people can come back, and, uh, you know, I, I hope he does. He seems a nice, a nice guy. But with all, with all the other issues that we've got, mm. that's, what, that, 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 that's why I'm worried. And the, the fact that we they link him so much with, with Stuart Webber is that Webber came to Norwich and appointed Farker, who was the yeah. Borussia Dortmund second team uh, manager at that point. David Wagner was the Borussia Dortmund second team manager before, right. before being appointed by Webber at Huddersfield. And so, it, 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 as you say, we're repeating, well, we're, they're looking to repeat the success of what they did earlier on in the year or earlier on in the decade. And, yeah. you, and you wonder... They often say to th- to people, "Don't go back. Don't yes, go back to quite. clubs." And although he's not coming back to Huddersfield, in the interview that he did with with Norwich City with Darren Eady that uh, on on YouTube, that I'm sure a lot of people have watched, and I sat and watched it again uh, over the weekend, he was very much like, "I know everyone at the club. Obviously, a lot of links. Uh, Andy Hughes, yeah. who who used to be at Huddersfield, former Norwich City player, has been at Norwich City for the for the last uh, couple of years as well. He's been moved up into the coaching squad. There's yeah. l- other people within the club. He's like, I know everybody here, and they know what to expect from me. So it does feel a bit like going back, doesn't it? It does. I, do. I think to be fair to him, though, he did say in that, forget what was was achieved at Huddersfield. Mm. You know, we've got to look forward. So. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but, it, you, you, but you're right. That that as as I've said, that's my worry, really. Um, I think I'm. I mean, just looking at where we are now, um, John. I'm desperately hoping it works. I think to work, we're going to need some a bounce quickly. Yeah. Um, we get. You know, he's going to need some wins because I think if if we start off and we have um, a lot of defeats, that might even impact on his confidence as well. So I'm desperately hoping it works but when i say works i do not think we'll get to the playoffs right i don't think we'll be in the top six again to be honest i just don't think um we've got the squad to do that um from the last 20 games that we've got left we need 12 wins and four draws well we're nowhere near that form Mm. at the moment i I don't think we have a a 2015 alex alex neil situation here when he came in about this time of year didn't he but at that time john we had a proper midfield yeah we had johnson we had house and we had Ulan, we had nathan redmond we've got nothing like that at the moment i thought one of the quotes that wagner said in that interview he's he likes high intensive football it's yeah, a, it's a very German German thing when you see Jurgen Klopp. At Klopp, Liverpool, absolutely. Um, he says, yeah. I, "I we I like to chase the opponents." Now, yes. My my initial and uh, why I bring it up after what you've just said is we don't have a midfield that can do that. We don't have That's anyone right. who I, can chase anybody. Um, and I think he also then said, uh, literally off the back of it, this needs work. It doesn't just come like that. Yeah. So, in other words, I need a bit of time. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and as you say with 20 games to go and you've got to win 12 of them yes. t- time is not something that the that, club has i think it's out of reach that the, the playoffs is out of, week, out of reach i feel john i i just i just feel that what we really need is some wins and and then to get and some stability i i do really feel that that's probably the best we can expect okay i hope i'm wrong in that in that respect as well but mm. um but i think if we do that because the other side of it is john i was looking back you know in 2009 this time of year at uh, this time of year 
we sacked Glen Roder yeah. and brought in a long-serving Norwich player, didn't we? Yep. This time we've um, we've sacked the coach and we've brought in as uh, as you've just said, uh, uh, you know, an ex-colleague of um, of Weber. Of, of, of Weber. I'm just hoping that you know that has the smell of 2009 about it, um, and I hope I'm wrong. As I said, I I, I really do because. Uh, you know, we do not want to go down there, but I think there is that there is that danger. If we if we do not now start picking up results and quickly, I think we'll know over the next five or six games. It's very easy to get dragged into a relegation battle. And do we have the squad? Do we have the players to fight that battle? So we're eleventh in the table. We're three points off the playoffs. We're ten points off the relegation spot which i think as you rightly say is worth is worth highlighting we haven't won in four games in the in out of the last five and when you look at the teams around us i agree with you about trying to get back into the playoffs it feels like they are in a lot better form and have a lot more stability than what we have and that's what Wagner needs to bring to the club and I don't know whether he'll be able to do that in that in that short term now he that's right the quote he said was don't look too far ahead yes yeah and I said I was quite impressed with that and and I like this idea and he said we're we're now out of the top 10 we're out of the top six we're out of the top 10 we're now we're not the hunted anymore we're now the doing the hunting and mm. I quite liked that approach I thought but but will that get through to the players well, and also, do we have, as you say, and we'll probably talk about this as we talk about the Blackburn defeat, do we have the players that can actually turn this around? So the game's to come. Preston on Saturday. Yeah. Away. Yeah. They're obviously a, a, a place above us in the league and a point ahead of us in the league. Co- we haven't had a good good re- records against teams in the top 10, have we? No. Coventry away on Saturday yeah. the 21st. Again, Although they obviously had a, a big defeat to Wrexham in the FA Cup uh, at the weekend. Oh, and, did they? And right, they'll be yeah. embarrassed by that, I, I would yeah. think. Uh, they've got game in hand on us and they are a point below us, 14th in the table. And then Birmingham at home on Saturday the 28th, so right at the end of January. So, we, look, we've got one game a week in January, so that gives us him a lot more time to work with players. It does, uh, true, yeah. We're not playing yeah. twice a week. Also, That's we've got good, two. Yeah. We've got two away games, which I think also takes the pressure off him, because you don't yeah. ex- you don't expect to go and win both at Preston and Coventry, and you don't no. have the home fans necessarily um, tutting and going. Well, I'm not really sure about that um, uh, for for home games. So actually, I think it does take the pressure off him slightly, which I think it could well be a benefit uh, to him. But the the big question marks, as you you rightly say, is can he come in? and change it quickly he's already indicated that he might not be able to do that and then you start asking why well, okay well if we're not going to get in the playoffs this season what what is the aim and where does he then want to go I, th- I think the yeah. other interesting thing he said in the interview was that he was willing to help Stuart Webber with uh, knowledge of players from abroad um, and, yeah. and the and- like of that because the thing he did at Huddersfield, he he did have the freedom to um, to build that squad. Yeah. Um, and with all the players out of contract, a lot of them at the end of this season. Yeah. It, it could allow him to do that. To do that. I, I, again, yeah. I don't understand why, as we've said in the previous episode, why we've given Kenny McLean a, a new contract. Uh, you know, he For me, he's one of the main issues as, as to why we're so pedestrian in midfield. Um, and I see he was back in the team for the Blackburn. 
Yeah, uh, I think defeat. he was missed. He was missed against Watford, though. He just doesn't offer. For me, he doesn't offer anything, and he's not going to play high-intensive football because he's just not that kind of player. So, um, yeah. Do you think on this this high-intensive football, John, that that and and you know, the, and the full-backs coming forward, which I think will be great. I mean, certainly, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Black game, the Blackburn game, but it did seem to that more intensity didn't didn't seem to make it more interesting. Well, but I think the danger to me is that um, have we got the defence then? without that covering midfield to stop other teams scoring. Well, that's the thing. I think Aaron's and Giannoulis, who played in that yeah. Black, in that Blackburn defeat, are more likely to be better going forward. And I think Aaron's yeah. certainly didn't get on with Dean Smith. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, it's interesting. He was the one who came out and did an interview yeah. afterwards. Yes, yeah, cool. I put his hand up, I reckon. Yeah, I, I would have thought so. Um, and he said, you know, enjoyed playing a different style of football against Blackburn. Yeah. Um, so I think those two are going to be interesting, but yes, that's that it goes back to well with Hanley, Omar Dembele, and and Gibson as backup, and then who's the who's the holding midfielder? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of Liam Gibbs. wasn't in the team on the weekend, um, yeah. you, but Hayden, you need Hayden, and and Hayden's Hayden, out. <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's, out. he's got he's had another operation, hasn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah. which he announced this this week. Um, so. Yes, who's protecting the uh, the the central defence? Um, let's talk about Blackburn then. The this is the new old Norwich, the podcast that's more steady on than Splendid Rush. And I thought the team was interesting, and there were a few things that leapt out to me in the team that he selected. Um, no Cantwell, no Sergeant. Now, yeah. now, Sergeant was rested because of the World Cup, apparently. Which I thought was the initial reaction. Um, yeah. They also said Todd Cantwell is leaving he's out we all know he's out of contract at the end of the summer so yeah. uh, rangers are into him michael beale yeah. is interested in him but he wasn't selected effectively because of the fact that he could well go to rangers so you could also argue well if you're a premier league team could you go in for josh Sargent? yeah could you uh, say yeah. he, he hasn't played in the fa cup so he's now no. available yeah, for 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 someone to come in and buy him. So I think Cam, Campwell right. was yeah. clear, and I yeah. agreed. I thought Sergeant was rested, but it also does allow. It does. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point because uh, the fact that you, you you've got him, um, and and he could come in. I think Pookie up front on his own. We've said it so many times. You've got to decide between Pookie and Sergeant. So he, yeah. he went for Pookie up front. I thought it's really interesting that the summer signings that Weber made, Sarah and Nunes both started. Weber made those signings in the summer. Dean Smith didn't really know which ones he preferred, but Wagner, you wonder whether he was sort of said, you've got to play these players and see what yeah. they are. So I thought that was interesting. Though, in, yeah, and, and interestingly as well, though, John, not, n neither of those ended the game. No, and I think it, that goes to show how struggling we are, but I think he was, yeah. I think he, he was like, well, probably got to play these two. Uh, Cruel was back. Was that just the FA Cup? Were you resting gun? I'm not sure. I think he's brought Cruel back. I think it might not so much resting gun. Did it just give Cruel some game time? Mm. I think Cruel would have been expecting that, wouldn't he, in the cup game? But if you're building a team, you're the new manager. It's your yeah, first true. selection. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how many more games do you want to? Uh, yeah. To, yeah, to, quite. to work you, out who how many best. more games can you experiment with? exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. so i th i think he's i think cruel i think that would suggest cruel's back but we'll see uh obviously we mentioned jan ulis uh back as well uh which meant that um that he, that he hasn't started 
um, quite so uh, regularly in in the fullbacks. But my my main issue was Hernandez. <laughs> Again, I don't. Yes, I mean, please don't start Hernandez at any, any time. Um, <laughs> and I know that. If you read the reports, we had 20 corners, which was more than we've ever had um, for, for Dean when Dean Smith was in charge. But hey, we never scored from corners, so what's the point of that? Even when we had the England uh, set piece uh, coach in okay. the uh, in in the squad, so for me, it was one of those matches which was highly predictable. We went one nil down, and we were never going to come back. Yeah, we had 26 shots, 10 on target, but none of those really, and and. And there were, I mean, Hugel had one fairly late on that um, um, that they felt he could have done better with. But generally, they weren't shots that you, you felt they would got a score from. Mm. Um, and the other thing to remember, actually, John, is the, the team Blackburn put out was, was, was quite a lot weaker than the one that uh, they played in the league two or three weeks before. Yeah, that they beat us as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, as I said, it was, it's... It, it's early days, but um, but we do we do we do need some turnaround fairly quickly. I think if this is if this is going to work, well, we need to score some goals. We, yeah, quite. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're getting worse for scoring goals, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, at the start of the season, you had Sargent scoring and yeah. and and Pookie chipping in, and now we we don't really have anything. No. Um, and and that is an issue when you're in the when we're in the championship. And we've said this so many times. If you can outscore the opposition, you'll be in the playoffs. And mm. and when you've scored thirty two goals uh, all season, and we're eleventh in the table, you look we're, ahead. We played twenty six games. Yeah, uh, you look yeah. ahead of us. West Brom thirty four, Sunderland thirty eight, Middlesbrough forty one, um, Sheffield United forty four, Burnley fifty two. Now there are some other clubs in there who haven't scored as. Uh, quite as many as us, Watford and um, Millwall and Luton are probably on a par, but you wouldn't expect, in no disrespect to Millwall and Luton, you wouldn't expect them to be in the top six necessarily. I think those two clubs are slightly overperforming. So yeah. you know, you've got to score goals. You've got yeah. to score goals um, in, in comparison to, to what we're doing at the moment. And also, John, you, you mentioned the fixtures and the ones in January. I think it's right on February the 4th. We're at home to Burnley. We are, yes. So so you definitely need to get, I, I know, as you say, you've got those two away games for pressure off and, and then the home games. But we do need to get something out of those because you don't want to go into uh, the Burnley at home game having not won, do we? No. Absolutely. And I, I also Googled before the podcast, Dad, that uh, I was like, oh, I wonder what Stuart Webber had to say about appointing Wagner, his old mate. So I just put his Webber on Wagner on the uh, on Google. And it, it comes up with Zoe Webber, who obviously is his wife and, and part of the club and runs the, uh, the the club. And it was her commenting on how the process yeah. was of how bringing in uh, Wagner. That was in the programme notes, John. I do understand there's a press conference today, which Webber's going to be involved in so in a in a way as you're saying you, you made the point about sergeant what does that mean i'm just wondering if Weber now addressing the press locally is that the americans are beginning to put their feet down a bit and and maybe wagner and he said it darren Eady said it to him in that interview who said it was about the success at huddersfield it was about bringing the whole club together yes. including the supporters and yes. I think if you're if you're if you're not speaking to the local media, and we've said this a million times on this podcast, yeah. it does impact on things. So if I was David Wagner, the first thing I would say is let me sit down with Paddy Davitt 
or uh, Michael Bailey and let me yeah. let, and let me be interrogated by these people because it's it's the right thing to do and it opens up that line of communication and that's what Gareth yeah, Southgate did with England when all the uh, England uh, football writers were against the well it felt like they were against the the team when he took over and it does it does influence them if 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 someone's talking to you regularly you're going to yeah. be a bit more on their side it's just that's yeah, the absolutely. way i'm not saying that you can you can buy their their um editorial you can't do that but it might look they might look at you a bit more fondly is my opinion so yeah yeah and and they feel that whatever happens then they can ask the question of them. even if perhaps sometimes they feel they're not getting a straight answer they can at least feel they got that but if you haven't got any route at all, yeah, you're you're just rooting around for information all the time. Aren't yeah, you? and you're you're digging for sources, and you're talking yeah. to to people who who aren't necessarily um, that happy at the club. And there's always, as we well know, as as in any operation and any workplace, there's people who aren't happy. So as we come to an end of another episode, we will always talk about what's going on in the club at the moment. But what we set up the podcast to do was also look back at the glory days. And over the last few episodes, Dad, with with various managers going and appointments or whatever, we, we haven't quite done this as much as we had previously. So episode 36, which will be out in the next couple of weeks or so, we are going to get back to our greatest countdown. If you're a new listener, uh, firstly, uh, thanks for finding us. But if you go back to previous episodes, we've been counting down a the greatest manager of Norwich City's history. And we're now building the greatest squad, uh, Premier League squad in Norwich City's history, because we'd like to get back to the Premier League. That's the whole point of uh, of playing football and the whole point of this podcast. So a reminder that a few episodes ago, and it was a few episodes ago, because we've had an England special. We did a Christmas special. We did a emergency podcast. <laughs> thank goodness Dean Smith has gone special. <laughs> uh, and the, now a depressing New Year special. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. Uh, we have We have picked 16 players so far so I thought it was worth reminding people what those 16 or who those 16 players were and of course you can get in touch with us at any time and and disagree and and chip in with some other people if you'd prefer Uh, you can face uh, you can track us down on Facebook or on Twitter uh, John Cushing or Peter Cushing Uh, 16 players so far and the last ones we talked about were the wingers and 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 the number 10s so we added Dale Gordon Rule Fox Darren Huckabee and Wes Houlihan into the mix for a pre- for our Premier League squad and they joined the uh, midfielders of Jeremy Goss, Ian Crook, Martin Peters and Mike Phelan and then Gunn, Woods, Butterworth, Bruce, Watson, Bowen, Culverhouse and Russell Martin uh, for defenders and goalkeepers. So we have the strikers to come, is that we fair? We do, we do, yeah, that's right. So in the next episode we will run through as we usually do uh, lots of names and then try and whittle them down to a, a short list that will then look in a bit more detail of the of the players does that all make sense that does i've just got to do some work now john <laughs> well, now the ho- now the holidays are over exactly we're <laughs> cracking the whip if you can get if you can get on with that that would be great thank you so much um and we'll see over the next four weeks how wagner uh, settles in at norwich and as we said earlier some big games preston coventry birmingham but they are one a week so it gives us something and wagner uh, to work on This is the new Old Norwich, the podcast that's more steady on than Splendid Rush.
Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.